Welcome to the Franchise Hounds podcast. I'm Greg Macchia, a certified franchise consultant. Thanks for joining me as I interview franchise industry pros to dissect, explore, and discover franchise ownership. Joining the show today is Maya Ratcliffe. Maya is the founder of Hawaii Fluid Art. Hawaii Fluid Art is a unique retail establishment that features both an art gallery and an art studio. No experience is needed for the students, and everyone is guaranteed to create a beautiful, one-of-a-kind piece of fluid art in class. Small groups, large groups, birthday parties, and corporate events are offered at Hawaii Fluid Art. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion with Maya Ratcliffe from Hawaii Fluid Art. Maya, welcome to Franchise Sounds. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, and aloha. <laughs> yes, aloha. I, uh, I read an article about you and your path to entrepreneurship. And it was really a, you know, it was a fascinating story. And that's kind of what prompted me to, to reach out to you and, and see if you'd like to be on the show. So I thought maybe a good place to start would be if you could kind of tell us that story and how, you know, someone in a corporate banking background with, I don't think really any artistic background or maybe artistic training, you know, founded one of the hottest kind of concepts in, in franchising right now. Well, it all started out because my husband told me I needed a hobby. I was working a lot of hours and he's a woodworker. And on the weekends, he would spend the whole weekend in his shop and I would bug him. When are you coming home? What are you doing? You know, and he said, honey, you need a hobby. So I started taking all sorts of different art classes, oils and acrylics, all sorts of things. And I was horrible at all of it. I even tried whittling wood. That's how desperate I was for a hobby. And one night I was watering down some acrylic paint that I needed to get out of the bottom of a bottle and it. I poured it on a paper plate and it flowed. And next thing I knew, I was creating these flowy paintings. And I started posting them on social media just because, you know, I was kind of proud of myself and people started buying them. And then people started asking me to teach. So I opened a studio in my garage. And in the first six months, I taught over a thousand people out of my garage. And at that point, we realized that we needed a retail store. And we opened our first retail store and we did so well that we were in the plans for opening a second store, you know, within 30 to 60 days of opening, we realized, oh, we have something here. And at that time it was brought to my attention that maybe we should consider franchising. And I looked into it and let's see, we launched to the public in April of 2022. And so it just, it's been, it has a life of its own. And here we are now from a hobby to a booming franchise entity. Yeah, that's pretty wild and in a pretty quick time frame. And and you forgot to mention, and I think this is a detail that, you know, when you started this in your garage, this was really like in the height of COVID, right? Yeah, yeah it was. Um, it was. And so we made everybody wear a mask and stand six feet apart, et cetera. And that store that we opened was, like I said, May of 2021. There were no tourists on island because Hawaii was shut down completely. And so um, we realized with a small population on a very spread out island, we were successful. So if we would be in, a, in a, an area that had a denser population, easier to access, that the business would just do phenomenally well, basically anywhere in the United States. Yeah, that's really neat. And uh, gosh, you know, maybe... Maybe, you know, launching, well, you didn't even, at that point, you didn't even think you were launching a business, right? Like, no. but maybe, you know, during that time, so many people were looking for something, right? So maybe it was, uh, you know, a, a blessing that you, uh, 
it gave people that opportunity to kind of get out of their house and, and, and come do something. So this, this fluid art, is that, is this like a known methodology of creating art or was it kind of something you created? Like, Oh, it's a known methodology. Um, and at Hawaii Fluid Art, not only do we have a fabulous secret recipe for our paint and medium, but we teach other art forms. So we teach resin art and resin tumbler making, silk scarf marbling. We paint on glass. We have a slime factory session where kids and adults could come in and mush their slime and create colors, etc. We're launching a candle making. So it's not just fluid art. It's truly a place to create that we're always adding new classes to because we have an incredible return rate and we always want to offer something new for our students to try. Yeah. I wish this wasn't audio only this podcast because um, I was, you know, spending some time on the website and reading different articles and I even watched a, um, a clip where uh, like a newscaster came out and, and spent some time with you creating her own art. And it's, it's really wild. It's, it's really cool and unique. Um, so I, I recommend all the listeners to, to go, to go check it out and just look at, look at pictures. So as far as the location, right, it's, it's unique in that it's, it's retail in the front and an art studio in the back. So the, the, the retail in the front probably draws people in who don't know that it's also an art studio, right? We work with local artists and artisans. So we reach out to people through Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, and the local artist coalitions to help find local artists to feature in all the different studios. So we have contracts with 37 artists that, that any, any of our franchisees can use, but we really encourage reaching out to local artists. So when you first walk in, it's this incredible environment. The walls are black, there's lighting, and there's all this colorful, beautiful art. It's truly an escape from reality. And that's one of the things people say. As soon as they walk in, you hear them gasping with pleasure. They're just like, wow, this is so gorgeous. And it's also an additional revenue source. So when somebody walks by, that's the walk by traffic. And then we can introduce them to the studio and the different classes we teach. But most of our classes are booked online because we have an online booking portal. So those students, when the first time they come they're they think they're going to walk into some sterile art environment and they walk into this beautiful, this beautiful front area and they're really taken away to a different place. It's very Hawaiiana in our store. That's neat. And and not only from a customer, you know, consumer standpoint of and a marketing standpoint, but also from a revenue stream standpoint, right? Because this um so what are the revenue streams? Obviously the the art classes is probably the main one I would guess and then but but there is a retail component as well and I assume some of that is, you know, shared with the local artists. It is. So those the art gallery, everything is on consignment. So the artist gets 60% and the franchisee or the store is keeping 40%. But where the real money is, is in your art classes. All of our classes run at a 90 to 95% profit margin because I've spent over a year negotiating the price of canvases, the price of paint, the price of everything that we need in that studio. We have gotten down to a very low price because I'm negotiating negotiating as if I already have 350 open locations. And so people have been really willing to work with me. So people, I assume, come in for a girl's night out, birthday party. So those are kind of, you know, one-off events. And then is there actually also someone could come in, you know, multiple times for 
classes type of thing? Oh, absolutely. So we offer classes at 11, 1, 3, 5, and 6.30 every day. But we also offer walk-ins and special events. So you can walk in at 11.30 and say, hey, I want to paint, and we're going to take you through a class. Or you can book a party at 25 for a corporate event, and we're going to you know, let you bring food and drinks. And we have a little special area that we set up tables. And, and it's really an enjoyable process for large groups. But if somebody decides that after school they want to bring their 10-year-old in for a quick art class, we can accommodate that as well. And I guess from like a, a consumer standpoint, what does a typical class cost? Well, our starting class, all of our art forms is $65. And that's for everything, all of your materials, your instruction, your studio time, all of it. That being said, when you walk into the studio, we're going to offer different size canvases. So if you booked a $65 canvas because we price it per canvas, you have the opportunity at that point to upgrade to a medium canvas. You can add a resin top coat, which 99% of people do. That's an additional revenue stream. Um, you can decide you want to do a second one. So at the end of each class, we kind of casually look at the clock and say, oh, we've got studio time left. Would anybody like to do another one? And so um, that's where that price point starts is $65. And we've had no pushback in any communities that we're in. Everybody says things like, I can't believe this is only $65, but we're running at a 90 to 95% profit margin on that. So we're absolutely happy to give an affordable experience to our students. Yeah. We're trying to plan my daughter's birthday. She's turning 12 and I I wish we had one here in Boulder. I, I did see there's two coming soon to Colorado, right? But um, yeah, this this would be great for a for a birthday party that you know the kids would love it, and it's you know it's definitely unique. I guess how many locations do you currently have, and how many are in development? Because it's it's crazy. Um, okay, so we launched the public April twentieth of last year. And in that amount of time, and I don't know the number today because it's been insanity, but we have about 170, so 170 units sold in just under 10 months. We have six open. Uh, we have 10 opening in this in the next 30 days, and then it's kind of hotcakes after that. We're going to be opening, you know, 10 to 20 locations a month. We're very excited. We, as a matter of fact, we have some big deals that haven't been announced yet. And we think by the end of 2024, we should have 350 locations sold and over 150 locations open. Buckle up. You're going to be busy, right? <laughs> like that's, that's a. I have an incredible staff. I have an incredible staff of people that help run this, run all of our infrastructure, which is honestly what I'm most proud of is the infrastructure that we offer the franchisees. Yeah. I wanted to, to talk about that because I, I think um, I had read that you, when, once you decided to franchise, you kind of worked and got everything ready so that at the point you could legally franchise, but you, you kind of pumped the brakes and said, Hey, I really want to take a step back and be sure that we are prepared and, and, you know, spent nine or 10 months building out the infrastructure to really support, you know, kudos to you, gosh, to, to have the the vision to see that. Cause I'm sure it's a really exciting time, right? You get your FDD, everyone's telling you, you got to franchise this and you're like, well, we got it. We got to be sure we're ready. Right. And correct. So we did everything from our online booking portal to our 800 number that answers um, calls seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We even have group medical for all of our franchisees and all of their employees. We have one large group medical. We have 
online portals, we have training pro portals, we have just everything, you know, real estate acquisition team. We literally help the franchisee from everything from getting their EIN all the way through opening and beyond. We have a team that'll help you set up your studio. It'll help you run your studio the first few days. We've really worked hard on being a one-stop shop for our franchisees. They don't have to go find a payroll company. They don't have to go find a sign company. We've done everything at a national level. So they're going to get the very best price and the very best service. Yeah, that's incredible. And what are you seeing between, you know, someone signing an agreement and uh, being able to open? Obviously, real estate is the wild card there, right? That is. Four to six months is what we're looking at. If the build out is so simple. If you find a vanilla shell or something that doesn't need a, a ton of tear out, our build outs are only taking not even two weeks. They're, they're just that simple and very affordable. We try and get our landlords to pay for the entire build out with the tenant improvement allowance. So luckily, all of our stores so far have opened for far less than what the FDD disclosed. Yeah. And I, I think I saw that you have like a real estate team that kind of helps helps new franchisees maybe identify good spaces and, and negotiate some of that stuff. What, um, what size location are you, you know, typically looking at 1500 to 2200 square feet. And the reason it varies so much is some people want to focus on corporate events and large parties. And so the larger space you have, the easier it is to have more and more people in the store. Now we have a location, our first location in Hawaii, itty bitty. I do not suggest that it was 860 square feet. And our largest location right now is 4,200 square feet. So it really, now that is a corporate location, but um, our, our Zs are actually having very good luck because we are not trying to find an 1,100 square foot space. You know, we're, we're at a very good space. All of our spaces are obviously ADA compliant and our, our director of real estate acquisition and construction management we have landlord guides and, and she will hold the hand of the Z through the entire process. Yeah. And um, it, it doesn't sound like from an equipment standpoint, there's very much that's required, right? There is a blow dryer and a heat gun are about the only technical equipment that you need. Everything else is art supplies. It's very inexpensive to start. Um, your inventory, your initial inventory is going to keep you busy for three to four months and um, yeah, it's it's a very simple setup, you know, shelves and tables. I mean, our tables are folding tables. <laughs> so, yeah. and I guess, do you um, do you offer any type of protected territory, or kind of how does that work, or how's that defined? We do. So that's based. The FDD says five miles, but I'm a little more generous with disease than that. It depends on drive times and population. So in Oklahoma City, we have two: one north of downtown one south of downtown. And that's really where we're comfortable right now. But in DFW, where the traffic is horrible, we have nine locations opening. So it really depends. But generally speaking, you're going to have between a five and 10 mile radius. So those bubbles can't touch. So you're going to be 10 to 20 miles apart. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And I guess what are, um, are there any markets around the country that you're not in that you're really excited to be in. You're like, gosh, I, uh, this would be a great market for us. I mean, it sounds like this would honestly work anywhere, but it really will. Well, we where our registration in Illinois is coming through. We just got approval today. We'll have all the documentation. Illinois will be sold out very quickly. And then the next market that we're working on our registration is California. 
And I think California is going to be sold out in a matter of six months, the, the interest in that location. But other than that, we, any red state that we're registered in, we've already sold units. Florida, I think it's going to be a hot market. Um, Atlanta, Georgia is a market that we're looking in right now that we actually have some real estate picked out that we feel would be excellent locations. And we're just trying to find the right fit for the Z, um, making sure that they fit in our Hawaii fluid art um, family, because we're a big family and we all get along really well. Sure. Yeah, no, that's, that is super important. I guess from, uh, on that, on that topic, from, from like a skill set point of view or a cultural fit, what are you looking for in an owner? And well, you do not have to be an artist. Number one, I had zero art skill. All the, all the classes that I created are very easy to learn and very easy to teach, but RZs are everything from teachers to retired social service workers to a gentleman who owns a bunch of Taco Bells. It, it, it's really across the board. Our model is set up to be an absentee owner model. And so a lot of these people are very interested in opening five and then opening five more and really having a lot of locations around the United States. So we're, we're very honored that they love us so much. We're looking for somebody that wants to give back to their community somebody that has a good heart, somebody that has a great attitude. That's always important. And your background really doesn't matter. I mean, you can be a postal worker or you could be an attorney. As long as you have the values in place of making your employees' lives better and making your students' lives better, you're probably going to be a good fit for our HFA family. And um, I was going to ask, it sounds like um, are a lot of your owners uh, multi-unit owners or they're, they're locking up multiple territories? They are. So we only have two locations right now that are single unit. Um, because the Z's that bought single unit when they were first onboarding, once they got them open and saw how easy they were to open, they snapped up four more units. So yes, we have um, multiple unit is really what we specialize in because of the ease of operation, the ease of opening, the ease of ownership. And so far we've been blessed with a lot of people that, that have snapped up multiple units. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, it sounds like you support an, an absentee model or a semi-absentee model, which is great because, um, you know, I talk to a lot of candidates uh, every day and, and a lot of people are looking for that or looking for, you know, to add a, a revenue stream or diversify their holdings and that sort of thing. So I guess for, for your, you know, semi-absentee model, what does, what does that look like for an owner from a day-to-day -day or, or a, a weekly commitment? What, what, so for an absentee owner, it's about three to five hours a month of reports. Um, you're going to, everything is in the cloud. So you can check on your daily sales right on your phone. What you're going to look for is a very qualified employee. Now we believe in paying a living wage. So we start at a corporate level in the stores and all of our Z's so far, we our starting pay is $18.50 an hour. Plus they make tips and those tips range between $500 and $1,400 a month. So it's a nice livable wage. So you're looking for somebody that is capable and savvy. And then you're just going to check in with them once a week. Is there anything you need for inventory? I saw sales were fabulous. Congratulations. But I haven't been to my Hawaii store in a year. I have a great girl who's very capable and she messaged me through our portal that says, you know, we need more blue paint or we need some 12 by 12 canvases. Ding, I get a notification. We go into the ordering portal. We order that. It's to them within a few days. It's just 
the business almost runs itself, not only because it's such a popular location, but the market, we handle all your marketing at a corporate level. You don't have to worry about Facebook or, or Google posts or Instagram or any of that. We handle all your marketing for you at the corporate level. And then that is kind of a life of its own. You have students come in and love what they do. They post it on social media and then you're busier and busier and busier. Your, your position as an owner is to motivate your team, treat them well, and make sure they're paid on time and order, you know, make sure the supplies are ordered. And other than that, there's not a lot for you to do. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, the, the social media component and your and your customers, you know, posting that one because, you know, it's they're cool. It's cool to show what you what you've done and that sort of thing. So I bet that is a really helps and is a big a big driver for you guys. So that's, that's fantastic. It's huge. Every one person, everybody that comes posts pictures or videos of what they've done. And then you have hundreds of other people seeing it and then they come and it just explodes. I mean, our stores. So one of the fun things is, is as soon as you secure your real estate location, we start marketing and advertising. We're doing Facebook posts coming soon, book now. So when our Z's open, They've been making money that entire time because our online booking portal, these people can book in April, May, June, July, but they're get, they're paying for it right then. So that Z is like, I'll get a phone call that says, Maya, we're not even open yet. And we've brought in, you know, $1,700 this week. I'm like, welcome to Hawaii Food well, Art. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Um, particularly, you know, yeah, for a new owner that those, that, that early time can be uh, scary, right? With, you know, gosh, I've got a lot of money going out, but to have, to have money coming in before you even open your doors is, is fantastic. So really cool that the, the, the owner doesn't need to have any artistic skill. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the employees, the, uh, I assume they typically do, right? They need some kind of, no, 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 no. we prefer that they don't. Um, we're going to teach them our techniques so we have, we have two training options. You can come to Dallas and take your corporate training and your art training here, or our team will come to you. And it's better when our team comes to you because you're going to have your employees already hired. We're going to be there, you know, 10, 11 days before you're set to open. And we're going to teach your employees the step-by-step processes to create all this art. It is easy to do. It is easy to learn and it's easy to teach. Now, somebody's asked me before, well, why wouldn't somebody just do it at home? Well, because it makes a mess, number one. Number two, they don't have our secret recipe. And number three, they probably have a cat or a kid who's either going to jump on the wet art or stick their finger in it. And people don't want that mess in their house because the pieces take three or four days to dry. So anyway, yeah, it's um, it's really a it's just such a fun business. And the employees love what they do. I always encourage potential Z's to call any of my current employees and ask them what it's like. Tell us about it. What, you know, what's it like? And after they speak to some of the employees and other Z's, they're just blown away. So yeah, no art skill required. Okay. And and how many employees do you recommend a, a location starts with? One and a half. So whether that's three part-time or one full-time and a part-time, and the schedule that we have for all of our corporate stores is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the full-time person. And then the part-time person works Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, all day Monday. 
And that's if you're going to be open seven days a week. And the reason that we have that double coverage on Fridays and Saturdays, they're the busiest days. So it really only takes one and a half employees. And you can break that down to three employees that just work a little bit of time each, however you want to set that up. What's a typical block of time or a session that a group or an individual books? Is it like an hour or two or how does it? Yeah, it actually takes about 45 minutes, but we our classes are scheduled every two hours in case we do have a large group of 25, because then sometimes those take longer. They're having fun. They're doing their thing. But then we also want to clean up in between classes. The average class is going to take about 45 minutes. But the entire time, the student is being just loved on. You know, great job. You're doing such an amazing job. What beautiful color selection. So we teach something called magic moments. And what that is, is that we encourage our 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 staff and our franchisees and their staff to make this an experience of positive memories the entire time. Because what happens is when somebody walks out of there that they've been built up and told how amazing they're doing for 45 minutes, they're, they're flying high. They feel absolutely amazing. And then when they come back to pick up their piece and they hang it on the wall, every time they see that piece, they remember the feelings that they had and they want to go do it again. And so we teach everything in our trainings from, you know, aloha and what it means to, the best ways to to overcome a challenge if somebody is is not listening in class to those magic moments and and our our training is all encompassing and I probably got off topic a little bit but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say you know I was thinking it's neat you have that the the customer returns to pick up their art so you have this opportunity to you know, and, and like to your point, they probably, wow, they get to see it. Um, at that point, you probably have an opportunity to say, hey, book your next session, you know, right? They also get a thank you email. As soon as they check into class, they get a thank you email. And then the next day they get a text that said, you know, it's all automated. How amazing it was to see you in class. We can't wait to see you again. Thank you for thinking about thinking of us when you think of art, you know, that little subliminal bump in there. So, you know, we're a a place to create and it's not just art we're creating, it's memories, core memories for people, adult or child, it doesn't matter. People come into our studios and they fall in love. And that's where the magic of Hawaii Fluid Art really lies is in people's memories and thoughts of of happiness when they think of us. Yeah. And I was going to say your point earlier, you know, you said people say, oh, why don't you do this at home? The the group setting is is way more fun, right? Like even from a creativity standpoint, oh, what? Oh, that's cool. How did you do that? You know, like it probably gets people, you know, interested and excited. So I could definitely see. Oh, it's so much more fun. That's why people go to Starbucks or, you know, the work from home crew, they all go to Starbucks because just having people around you can make you feel better sometimes. And I, people will clap for each other, like, because they all kind of take turns and watch somebody tilt the canvas around or make the silk scarf or whatever it is. And they're clapping. And at the end of class, I kid you not, total strangers are hugging each other and hugging the instructors. It's unbelievable. It, it's just everything that I wanted it to be plus some. And I can vouch for your point that, that you don't want this in your basement. I have a 10 year old daughter and a 12 year old daughter, and I cannot I mean, I shouldn't say this, but I'm, I'm so ready for them to be done with slime making and stuff is everywhere. You know what I mean? And, and I go to like clean something up or throw something out. My 10 year old's like, no, you can't, you, know, you can't throw that out right now or clean it up. 
yeah, so it really is uh, everywhere. So this is this is awesome. So I guess what's a what's a typical investment to become an owner? Uh, the FDD states, I think it says one hundred and three. Let me pull it up. It might say one hundred and thirteen, and that includes your franchise fee. So it's a very low investment. Now, what I can tell you is nobody has spent that much money yet. So yes, our it, it ranges between one hundred and thirteen and one ninety four in the FDD. But we haven't had anybody go above $100,000. And that includes, so we're changing our FDD. We're actually lowering that number because we get our we get our landlords to pay for the build out. And the build out is so inexpensive. So um, for about $100,000, which includes your franchise fee, you can have an open business that's already been making you money before you open. And I tell candidates all the time, you know, they'll, I, I, when I present a business to them, I tell them the range and they say, why is there such a range? And I said, well, if you're opening one in, you know, north of Oklahoma City or in downtown Manhattan, there's going to be a big difference in, you know, real estate and things like that. So, yeah, pretty typical. But that is uh, particularly a, a franchisee that, you know, has a has a retail space. That's that's a you know, really reasonable initial investment. So I guess on the flip side, the, the question everybody wants to know is, is is what can you make as an owner? So do you guys have an item 19? We do have an item 19. As a matter of fact, we, we have an updated item 19 coming out in April when our FDD renews. And so our, our first seven months in business is what our FDD was based off of, of course. So we had a gross revenue of $407,000. And then the our total expenses ran about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and then your total net was two eighty six seven seventy two. So call it two hundred eighty six thousand uh, dollars. We see very good returns on investment year one. That is like crazy impressive. Honestly, like those those numbers are amazing. That is that is really awesome. And the fact that I mean, the fact that you have an item 19 for a brand that launched during a pandemic, and it was only for seven months, that even makes it more impressive. But just straight up, those those are really fantastic. So, you know, kudos to you and your team for uh, it sounds like you really negotiated a lot of great rates and things like that uh, to, to make those numbers possible. But that's that's awesome, particularly, um, you know, if someone's running this as a, you know, a semi absentee model. The thing I wanted to mention, which we, you touched on uh, briefly, but I, I think is super important is the fact that you offer group medical to to not only the franchisees, but to, to the their employees as well. We have one group medical plan because there's power in numbers. So we have a, a big plan that, of course, there's a cost involved, but it's very low compared to self-insuring. And I think that's a big fear factor that people have when they're thinking about leaving a corporate job. So not only do we have group medical, we have vision, dental, disability, 401k. We offer all of that. And it allows the Z or the potential Z to have a comfort level because it is so inexpensive through our group plan to know that they, their families and their employees are going to be taken care of. And that was one of the things that was extremely important to me. And from what I understand, not many franchisors offer that. No. And, and you know, I was going to say probably the number one question or concern I get when I'm talking to someone who's thinking about becoming a franchisee or a business owner is how am I going to find employees or keep employees? And um, it's it's amazing you've done this because that is such a huge thing for people who 
you know, even, you know, even for someone, you know, working part time or the fact that they can get, you know, group medical, that they do pay a living wage. And for those that don't know what that is, it's, you know, it's, it's based on a state level or community level, you know, what someone should earn to have a, you know, a comfortable lifestyle. It's way above minimum wage, but will really, you know, set you guys apart. And, and I think it just, it shows your employees you care, right? Which is really um, important. And then in turn, when you have employees that care, that that trickles down to the customers, right? And it sounds like that's all part of that experience you're trying to create. And and the fact that you're a brand new franchisee and can offer that is really it's impressive, right? Like I don't know, I don't know how you've done it. So that's that's awesome. You've you've kind of thought about all that, but it does sound like it kind of. So I wanted to talk about your your giving back to the community and and in in the, all the communities you serve, and it sounds like this is all part of this bigger mission or plan. But I know that um, that's really important uh, to you that the you know the franchisees kind of serve in their local communities. Whether it's I think you you work with wounded warriors and um, assisted living. So can you tell us a little bit about that? So we have partnerships with Wounded Warrior, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, 4-H, Future Farmers of America, um, retirement homes, treatment facilities. We really want to make art easy. And we believe in art therapy and how healing art can be. If you're going through a fresh amputation and you're just thinking about, oh, my gosh, my life, my life, my life. And you walk into a beautiful surrounding and for 45 minutes have those magic moments with our Hawaii fluid art instructors. And you doesn't matter if you're sitting in a wheelchair, missing an arm, completely blind. It doesn't matter. Our art forms are for all abilities and disabilities. And that that is very important. You know, when you do the right thing, good things happen. And we really tell disease, you just do the right thing. The money's going to follow. Don't worry about the money. Let's worry about changing people's lives. Let's think about how can we make somebody's life better today? And, you know, that's a servant leadership thing. And, and it's important that everybody that's affiliated with Hawaii Fluid Art understands that and moves forward through their community with eyes open of who could we assist today. And yes, it, as you can tell, it's very important to me. I'm passionate about it. And we continue to work with, with local entities to try and find people in places that need art therapy and or just an escape from reality where they can come to our studios and experience it. We work with the Autism Society. We work with National Federation for the Blind. The list goes on and on of who we are partnered with in order to offer assistance. And we do offer those classes at a reduced rate. And you don't have to worry about profitability. You're still going to make plenty of money. Let's just do the right thing together. Yeah, that's really cool. That's neat. And I agree. I think that'll... um doing the right thing will will really serve you guys serve you guys well and that's awesome. So I I know 2022 was a big year, you know, franchise dictionary magazine top 100 game changer and I think you were a top 50 woman of wonder in franchising, right? As well as a franchise journal top brand. It doesn't seem like you could top that, but it sounds like 2023 is off to a pretty good start with, you know, what did you say, 170 locations under development. So that's that's really exciting for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, we just were featured in Entrepreneur Magazine. There was a huge write-up. I didn't even know it was coming out. And I started getting phone calls and I was like, 
golly, you know, because I I'm just not a big deal. Hawaii flute art is a big deal, but I'm just a girl with a vision and a business background. Right. And it's it's all about the franchisees. And we have huge things in, in store for them this year. So excited. We're probably going to sell another 200 units in the next 11 months. And supporting those Z's is 100 percent what we're about taking care of the community and supporting the Z's. And so we have an amazing team of dedicated professionals that all have the same mindset. Let's make someone's day better. Let's do something better today. And so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, no, I can tell it's, it's, it's contagious. That's awesome. So my, this has really been great. I've, I've really enjoyed learning more about uh, Hawaii fluid arts and, um, I'd certainly be happy to get anyone in touch with you. But if a listener would like to learn more, is your website the best place to start? Yeah, yeah. You can go to hawaiifluidart.com or you can just Google us and it'll give you all sorts of fun links to our website and to news articles and such. Well, Maya, thanks again for joining us today. It's been great. Thank you. I'm pretty excited. Thanks for listening to another episode of Franchise Hounds. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode or would like to work with me directly to explore franchise ownership opportunities, please reach out through the form on our website at FranchiseHounds.com. Franchise Hounds.